previously on Ladies first, we are joined here today with Asantu, Khalid, Steve. Okay, and what they're going to do today, they're going to tell us a little bit about their organization and what they do. So if you can, shed a little light on that. Well, we actually started an organization called Childhood's Laws. Mm-hmm. And what it is, is an is a attempt to try to try to straighten out what's wrong with the youth these days. And one of the things we got coming up that's real important to us, we got a play coming up that's actually called Child's Lost, and it deals with like the destruction of childhood and the yeah. things that's going on with the youth and how we think we could curb their, what I call, a lot of people call it dark, but almost like a, a genocidal state mm-hmm. in regards to the way they're going. Okay. So, um, what is your role? I actually came up with the concept just to name Child's Lost. Uh-huh. I wrote a book that was based on just, again, the destruction of youth. Mm-hmm. Me and Steve together wrote it. Oh, okay. Steve um, didn't even jump in, like, uh-uh. <laughs> I didn't want to over, over talk him, but, you know, like, I, I would say now because we're, we're, we're executive producers over the play, like, we're producers, writers, mm-hmm. and, um, we're just trying to give our message out there to young people, but we don't want to do it in a way that's overbearing, like um, like infomercials, you know what I mean? Kind of, hey, this is what's really going on in a, in a realistic, um, I guess you're saying, a realistic, a realistic point of view. Mm-hmm. Like, we want to attempt to curb their genocidal behavior through actual life experiences, not by giving stats and, um, Statistics because right. we don't believe it's not that we don't think that works, that's just not our approach. We rather come at it from a realistic point of view, right. so yeah. And I, I, I don't really go by statistics either because I mean, every situation is different, exactly. you know. You can't judge a runaway, every runaway, or every lost child the same way because every situation has its own reasoning for it. So, yeah. um, what are your personal experiences in your childhood? If you guys can go around, sign to you, you, you quiet. What kind of, what kind of experience? Like, what was your childhood like? Like, what motivated you to be a part of this? Um, I mean, these these guys are my brothers, um, first and foremost. Um, and just growing up in a bad neighborhood, South Philly, uh, uh, 25th Street, 28th Street to those those that don't know it. Um, just seeing your friends go through stuff, yourself going through stuff, losing people uh, at a young age. I mean that that type of stuff does something to you um, as you grow. Especially if you if you one of those people that successfully gets out of it. As you grow, you look back, you see young kids going through it. You know, I mean every day, um, young kids losing their lives every day. So I mean that's really the motivation um, behind everything that we do. Um, and it, even if it's not a childhood loss, I mean, anything, I'm into clothing. Everything I do is um, just with that mindset, you know what I mean? Um, just giving back to, to, to the youth and, you know, giving them something to look forward to. Because, you know, it's not a lot out there. I mean, kind of chime in on the same thing Santu said. We just grew up in the, um, we grew up in a time where um, just 
just went through a lot of things. But I think the biggest difference now uh, is that we had a childhood. And I think that's what's absent a lot of the youth these days. They're, they're skipping it. They're into the things. I mean, we did a lot of things. We saw, we lost friends when we were young. We dealt with, you know, the drugs. And we dealt with, we dealt with the same situation that you know, a lot of them dealing with. But we still had youth. We still were, we still played outside. We right. still, we still done the things that youth are supposed to do. These days, it's just, it's childhood absent youth, and that's I believe that's one of the biggest problems. They just they're living, they're just skipping it. And right, like like kids don't play as much double dutch like they used to. Yeah, they, football they don't outside, know about that. ding dong, Dixie, right. <laughs> stuff they, like you, that. They don't you know. play. They just you know they they just they but want they, every, they want to be grown. But, you know, it's consequences to you know grown being grown. Kids, right, right. Yeah, it's like that. Um, you have kids raising kids, and they get a lot of information from their peers mm-hmm. and. A lot of information is the good information. Mm-hmm. So um, it, it's just a uh, repetitive, you know what I mean? Guys and girls dealing with um, sexual behavior and stuff like that. They learn it from their friends. They don't learn it from their parents. They learn the age, uh, what do you call it? The, the birds and the bees from their parents. But realistically, these kids are doing yeah. A's and B's and menages. Like, <laughs> it's crazy. They're more advanced and they have more access to different information and um, it's really hard for the parents to come back that because they don't really know what's going on. Like I was watching the news the other day, they got some new app app where the kids can um, do the sexing and they could get rid of the um, information within like a minute or so. So they can send a quick, quick like breast shot out to somebody else and the information is going, so they think it's going. It's right. never going. Right. It's never going. But time. this app is telling them, oh, yeah, you can get rid of this. So more of them are going to jump onto it. And those are the type of things, like, we, we try to expose them, especially in the play. And um, I guess in a couple of months, we'll start prediction. Where, where's the, uh, the venue going to be, or is it? It's, it's going to be at the Arts Bank on Board and South. Mm-hmm. And we have, March 23rd, we have two shows, 4 and 7 p.m. Hopefully all y'all can make it out. Hey, I wouldn't mind. Um, do, you, are, do you guys think you can go around to different churches or different venues? Yeah, we're playing on. Well, this is one of the things that we wanted to do is, you know, get our message out first and then go around to, like, the churches and mm-hmm. shops and, you know, the usual stopping rounds for, you know, to be, so. All right. Well, um, ladies and gentlemen, chime in if you feel like a question coming along. No, I don't have a question. I just have um, something to say. When he was saying that um, usually the parents, their friends teach them the sex and stuff like that. Mm-hmm. But the parents are so young now that the parents are the friends. Mm-hmm. So it's kind of like, mm-hmm. that's the only thing that I really kind of have to say. It's like, like he said, the friends are raising the kids. Well, that's because the parents are the friends now. They're having kids in like 13 and 14. So we need to kind of, I guess with your program, you're kind of like trying to stop that. And I think that's good like slow the growth and, 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 you know, and incorporate just learning, you know what I mean, intelligence, you know, a lot of these kids, like you said, they skip so much of their lives, they grow up so fast, um, they, they, they're not learning what they need to learn to survive out here, um, they all think that they, they know what they need just to live, um, just, you know, just really trying to hit them where, where everyone else isn't. You know what I mean? Everyone else is, you know, shows out here and there's so many things out here that's telling kids to do this and do that and be this way and be that way and be, 
you know, be free and, you know, and these messages are good in their, in their own right, but they're not all good, you know what I mean? Because, you know, we don't know how kids take these things, you know, and they, they take these messages and, you know, they just go full speed and that's their life. So we want to, we want to deal with, a, or we're, we're actually dealing with a lot of, like, issues people might call taboo, we're dealing with, you know, we're dealing with rape and, you know, really abusing drugs. It's not just about violence, because we believe that's one of the triggers, but that's just the most popular one. That's not the only one that's sacrificing, you know, that's sacrificing the youth or, you know, getting them to these stages where they can't really come back from. There's a lot of different issues, and we want to deal with all of them. And we don't want to deal them in a way a lot of people look at it like, you know, we're trying to be entertaining because we understand in order to keep their, their attention, you have to entertain them in some way. So it, it might seem to be entertaining, but it's not to it's not to glorify what's going on. It's actually to show them this is what's going on, then show them the consequences of it, to kind of bring in like the reality check. And I believe, you know, again, that's a big part of the problem. It's just no, um, it's no, it's, it's like it's lack of conscience. They just don't have... Conscience and structure. Right. It's not it's not that same family structure anymore, unfortunately. And I mean, I know this is ladies first, and I promised the guys that I would not bring this up. I promised them I wouldn't, but it gotta come up. I always believe that a man has to be like the head of the household. He has to take care of responsibilities and so forth. But unfortunately, a lot of men in our generation didn't have that male figure in their life to set that example and show them, you know. You know, uh, a family is lost without uh, the head, like uh, the head of the house. Like they're lost, and a lot of these kids are walking around aimlessly, look like desperately looking for their father figure, and they find it by you know maybe the guy on the corner who always looked after them, or maybe you know that uncle who's never been up to no good or something like that, or maybe they just mimic what they see because they think that's being a man. You get what I'm saying? And unfortunately, like. They mimic these things that they see, and women get impregnated, and then they're lost. So now we just got a lost generation <laughs> all, all over the place. You know, I, I I agree. I think that's a big part of the problem. But I, you know, a lot of it falls on you know. It's almost like I was talking to someone the other day, and they um, it was a teacher who just you know she's she's really interested in the play and what's going on, and she was like you know, but it's just these kids. I don't want to have nothing to do with them. They ain't like the kids. You know, I taught ten years ago, and that's the problem. It's almost. A, it's as if they don't have hope. Right? And when you stop giving them hope, it's, it's nothing left. And, and that's to goes to say, like, you know, they might not have a father. They might not have a strong family structure, but they should be able to go outside or go to other places and not get people turning their backs on them. Someone has to step up. You know what Everyone I mean? Do you think that the change has to happen? Do you think that it should be the foundation of the household or should it be outreach in schools? It Where do you to, think the change has to come from? It has to be a totality of people. It just yeah. can't because they don't have, like you said, they, some of them lack family structure. Some of them got good family structure, but then when they get outside, they're affected by peer pressure. They're affected by, you know. They get everything that they you know, learn that one. Right. It has to be, it just has to be more people doing more things. And it's not, you, you're always going to have the bad and different things. It's just not enough. I just don't believe it's enough people spreading enough messages to really garner any change. It's too much. It's just too much accepted from, you know, you know, again, like we don't, a lot of stuff just not talked about. We know about the violence and that stuff. And, you know, it's, it's just, it's popular. It's, you know, it's the norm, but what about, you know, just like one of the one of the topics of the podcast, you know, these kids coming up missing it. 
stuff like this. It's just not enough awareness and not enough being done. And mm-hmm. society has become desensitized. Right. Exactly. Right. And, and that's um, that's a lot of our approach is because, uh, like Felix said earlier, people will look at the play and the subject matter and say, well, that's really taboo. Why are y'all saying it? Because nobody else is saying it. Everybody wants to steer away from us like it's not happening. Mm-hmm. And that's part of the problem. If, if you don't address the issue, you always want to have that issue. Right. And if you don't expose what these issues are, it's like everybody has their little dark secrets in their families and um, the things that the things that they don't want anybody to talk about. You know, I mean, people have a lot of like a teenage girl, like their parents might send her away somewhere instead of mm-hmm. bringing her home. So we want to try to expose those things. Like you, you got to talk about these things. Are they going to continue to happen? And um, I forget, Khalid, I think you believe, I believe you said it earlier, like they're really desensitized, what well, you said it, they're, they're really desensitized and things that are normal aren't supposed to be normal. Killing should be normal, you know what I mean? Just wearing Sex a, in school. Yeah, yeah. Oh, wait Sex a in school. We, we can talk about school. When wait, I was younger, I used to be scared of parent-teacher conference. Yeah. <laughs> My little brother and sister, they're not. They sit back with their feet up flicking the, the, the remote, knowing that when mom comes home, she's gonna be upset. Like, yeah. they don't care as much. Like, yeah. the teachers used to be um, more active, mm-hmm. in my opinion. Nowadays, you get the teachers who say, it's not my job to raise. Well, they're tired. Yeah, they're, they're beat down and tired. It's like, it's like 30 plus kids to one. Yeah. You know, see, that's hard, so it makes it worse, though. Because they're, they're not worse. They they're 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 closing down 40 schools. So, but here's my question. I believe teachers do need to be more active in those children's lives, or else we're going to get more Sandy Hooks of America. You get what I'm saying? Like, we don't, we need to be so into, like, those children. To the point where, you know, Tommy doesn't, you know, end up missing and everybody's trying to figure out why he's not, you know, in his seat today. You get what I'm saying? Or, you know, Billy comes in with a gun and, you know, ah, you know, we don't need that. Like, but it, it, there has to be some I type think, of interaction. I think even with the school thing, like with shooting in school, I, I believe more kids try to get us to school than, you know, it's actually being I went to engineering science, they yeah. And that's... That, that, that seems like it was a isolated incident because it was America was paying attention to that. But we hear about school shootings all the time. You know what I mean? It's, you know, when we were growing up in South Philly, it was common that somebody get shot at Southern, um, South, South Philly, yeah, South Philly High? South Philly High. So, okay. You know, that, okay, somebody shooting you. You going down the street or you going the other way. But nine out, nine out of ten times, you're trying to see who got shot. Right. You know what I mean? But that's... Stupid behavior. You're like, I'm going the other way, but we're going right into that direction. Measure for stuff like that for high school. So to get in the airport, I got to take my belt off, my shoes mm-hmm. off, but I don't to get into a high school where they carry guns or where there's a, a common occurrence of shooting. Yeah, high school is a they tricky situation. Because, yeah, it's it's too accessible. It's too accessible for kids. And kids aren't stupid. If you tell them, oh, we're going to put detectives there, they're only going to look for a different way to get them in there. Yeah. You know. Yeah. Like you had some kids that might take it in piece by piece. Like they're advanced, they're not stupid kids. Mm-hmm. You know, they'll break a window, slip it through a back door, take it through the boiler room. There's so many other ways to you see that's the issue. To do that. They're you know? so they're so worried about how to bring violence into schools and all that other stuff, but 
why are you worried about breaking down a gun and bringing it into the school? Why don't you break down the schoolwork that you need to be doing so you can excel exactly. yourself? Right. Exactly. Because they don't believe that they have a future. Yeah, they don't you know, believe it. Because of the teachers. Not yeah. just the teachers, it's not the home also. It's not home. What they see on TV, there what they go. hear in videos, it's everything. And who they it's hang just, around too. Because sometimes sometimes like your friends walk of life doesn't exactly have to be yours, but you often find that who you hang around, you kinda like yeah, take yeah, on their burdens right, and right, stuff right, like right. that. That lazy. Wow. And to add on to that, yeah. the people that you hang around, even though you don't do the same things that they do, you get assessed with that. So people look at you differently. Yeah, that weighs on you. So now you got, um, it could just be self-esteem as well. I believe a lot of it is self-esteem, but, you know, self-esteem is one of those things. You need a model. Not that you need, you need self-esteem within yourself, but you need a model to branch mm -hmm. yeah. And a lot of the models that we have that are portrayed to us or put in our face aren't always attainable. Mm -hmm. You know, when, when somebody out the gate telling you gotta be a millionaire to be important, mm -hmm. how do you live up to that? Right. <laughs> to be you know what I mean? How do you live be up to being a, a superstar basketball player? Like, you can only be one guy on the team, right? Right. You know, so these kids have unrealistic expectations of what success is. Right. You know, they, we don't promote doctors like that. We don't promote, you know, star teachers like that. You know, nurses, bus drivers. Like, there's people that are great in their fields the key that um, you know you need to see, and they're just not visible right. because you know you're not valuable in, in this society unless you have money. Right. So. Oh, okay. Well, look, we're going to take a break, and then we're going to come back and start our second segment, where we're going to still continue to talk about the youth, but it's more so on recent events that just took place in the news. So, we'll see you when we get back.
back and we're going to hop into something very juicy because over break this guy you know it, it got turned up in here really quickly so i'm glad we're able to come back and just hop right into it we're going to talk about the sandy hook um incident that took place and we have um the topic at one one here and about it being a hoax now here i am at an account about to cry my eyes out <laughs> like you know you know it's, it's a tragic event you know you gotta stop the violence in schools and yada 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 having numerous amount of conversations about it but i'm just learning that it might have just been a big old setup now Santa, if you could just break that down um I can tell what I've heard. This is what I heard and what I read. For everyone out there, this is what I heard and what I read. I don't know what's true. I don't know what's not true. Say right. so um, allegedly. 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 Um, at, at the Sandy Hook uh, school, it was supposed to be like a big show. Um, a lot of actors and so on and so forth. Um the kids that's supposed to have died, a few of the kids, like one of the kids was t- in a picture taken with Obama or something like that, mm-hmm. um, yeah. that they forgot to take the the, uh, the little girl that supposedly was dead mm-hmm. out of the picture. Um, another was uh, a dad of one of the uh, uh, slain little girls went to an uh, interview mm-hmm. and was laughing and joking before he actually... Seconds before. Seconds, like <laughs> seconds before he actually gave his... His speech at the interview. Um, didn't know the cameras were rolling. He, yeah, yeah, and didn't know the cameras were rolling. Um, a third incident was another family that uh, supposedly lost a, a child. Um, they were just talking. Their mannerisms were as if they didn't lose a child, basically. Like, they were laughing and joking and talking as they were being interviewed, like they didn't even lose a child. So, my question is, what's real and what's not real? You know, like I, I've seen it out there. I'm pretty sure a lot of you've seen it out there. What's really real? You know, I figure us, we don't know. You know, we don't know what we're seeing these days. You know, they put on they put on stuff. The government puts things on for us just to get our reaction. You know, it's not enough information. Right, right. And then this reaction leads to laws that they can, you know, they can get like gun laws that they can pass. Things like that, but I, I figured say, a lot of stuff transpired. Okay, right, right, like, right. So, but can can we say like you know? I'm sorry, son. But um, but can we say it's the whole government? The whole government. They control the media, though. Y'all they sure. Yeah, well, I, I believe a branch of the government. Yeah. Right, right, right. Like we don't know what part of the government right. actually decided to do this or this would be okay. Right. You know what I mean? But who knows? Like I, I'm not. I'm skeptical on whether it really happened, but I do believe some people lost their lives. I believe some young children lost their lives, and I think it's insensitive mm-hmm. to say right. it didn't happen because yeah. kids died. Right. Obviously, they died. Right. But um, about the actors or whatever, they, I think they're really irrelevant because you know we all understand like it's about gun control, mm-hmm. you know, and that's still going to be the the biggest issue coming down. For the next four years, is how can we get these guns off the right. street? But why do they want them off the street? Like they want them out of people's hands. And so, what does that mean for all of us? Or is the government trying to? <laughs> what are they trying to do to us that they want us not have guns? Yeah, I have you know? my own fixation on the government and um, gun, the gun laws, as well as trafficking and all that mm-hmm. other stuff. Mm-hmm. It's all a part of the economy. <clears throat> Yeah. It makes the world go round. Yeah, it's money. Um, it's all about money. The prison system, mm-hmm. it 
cost more money. Wait, let me get the statistic right, or not statistic, the the, the physics figures right. More money to keep an inmate in jail than to send somebody to college. Seriously. There you go. Yes, thank you. Then that was the like least about. Or to, it costs more to kill them too. Like throwing a death yes. sentence it costs more to kill them than to keep them in jail. Right, right. That's so yeah, like and all that money just goes. Per, um, they make they make something like that a year mm-hmm. off these inmates. Yeah, well, guns is a is a big business. A very big yeah, business. Right. It's a market. Yeah, it's a very. Big very but if we can't have any guns, then that would keep them at an advantage against us for whatever. That's my point. Right. Like, right. I, I don't think it's about the money as far as the guns because taking guns, not selling guns, would cut right into their income. Yeah. So it has to be something else. They don't want us to have guns for. They don't want us to have guns. So it's it's basically to to implement laws to take guns from our homes. Mm-hmm. You understand? Right. It's funny though because we're not the ones on CNN shooting up all the time. Exactly. <laughs> I think it has to do with the war. Think about guns on the street. It's not. They're not. This is Eric Blair, by the way. From <laughs> Eric Blair from podcast movies. They're not taking guns from us. They can't take that Second Amendment. They're only, yeah. only taking armor piercing guns that yeah. are used for arms because. That was the gun that killed a lot of the children in the safety hooks of situation. But you see how easy he got access to it? Exactly. That's we why. can't get because access to it that easy. Well, you actually, yes, we no, can. I can. take that back. I take that I back. Just talking, I'm not going to say his name. I was just talking to him. He was saying he's about to buy an AR. He was about to buy an AR or whatever from a gun store. Mm-hmm. Just like that. So it's so easy to get yeah, more piercings or whatever. Mm-hmm. But yeah. that's, they don't want you to have former piercing guns, but you can have any other type of gun. Because former right. piercings are built for the orange. Right. It's built for to spray it, people, get people it's out of here. Because yeah. back to your point, like I'm not agreeing. Mm-hmm. What I'm saying is, you're absolutely right. Why armor piercing guns? People on the street don't have armor piercing gear on. Right. They right. don't want to use the guns on them. But the police officers do. If, right. if, if, if right. criminals have that, and you can sit here and easily kill a police officer like yeah. that. Then your city is lawless. Yeah, it's, exactly. it's about if the government wants to keep law implemented and keep fearing people right. with law or whatever. How can you do that when you're pretty much this ten year old has a Uzi? Right. Exactly. Right. Simple. If he can't buy it, someone someone older than him can buy this Uzi and give it yeah. to him. So it's so simple to buy guns, even in PA. Whereas if you're banned from buying guns in PA, you can get a license in Florida to yeah. so sit here and buy a gun here in PA. It's so many. So, so many that, that's a flaw within our system, though. Uh, there's so many flaws it's within our system, just, but it's not just us. All right, just, and I'm stepping out. Okay. <laughs> 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 Thank you, Eric Blair. I think that I think the reason that they were even made available to us, and I mean. I did ballistics, so I've held an AK, and I'm trying to. I mean, my shoulder is heavy. It's she like, used to do forensic. I just have to give some background. She, like, I worked she, at the police department for eight years, okay. Okay. Yes. and she does forensics and such on the guns and so forth. So she, so I've held one in the mech, and I'm like, what, how can yeah, you even like, shoot this yeah. and try to get away with like <laughs> AK? Because I can't even hold it. They're not meant for women, definitely. So it's like, what are you trying to do they with know this? What women you talking about? <laughs> that's your bodybuilder, honey. <laughs> that's the that's your bodybuilder. It's like this stuff isn't. You can't even commit a crime or run, you know, or, or get away. So it's like, why are these even available to us? And especially for if kids, it's all about for safety. Kids, if I just need a gun for safety, right? Or even you know, for kids, you don't need no big gun or right. I mean, just a regular shotgun yeah. for some people is hard to yeah. you know to 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 shoot because you know cocks back on you and stuff. <laughs> but um, <laughs> <laughs> I, 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 
happened is I to just like square somebody up. Like if we had an issue, I'm gonna say I'll see you next time. That's dead now. Gun and kill you. Like what happened to us watching the beef? Like why do we have to kill each other? Like that's somebody's life. Like life is not even valuable anymore. It's easier to kill someone than than a fight. That's why it's easier. It's easier. I, I mean, you, 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 you. See, I'm from the heart of Mount Airy, and I had a conversation with a few of my South Philadelphian friends. <laughs> and, you know, I'm sitting there, yeah, why don't you just, you know, duke it out, box it out? <laughs> Melissa, nobody does that anymore. Like, I've come to the realization, like, it's not respected until there's a, a gun involved it's, or something yeah, like that. And that's sad. It's like how these kids earn their stripes nowadays. There you go. Exactly. See, yeah, I ain't for that. If you want the parking spot, I'm going to give you the parking spot. <laughs> <laughs> like, 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 all that time to argue with you about something stupid. And it really be something stupid. Mm-hmm. Like, it's so stupid. They're like, I'm coming back. Oh, you want to get my face on the... Well, I mean, but then you gotta realize it's the youth, um, not just the youth, because I actually seen grown people like really duke it out or not duke it out. I'm sorry, go off over you know a parking spot or something like that. But um, as far as the youth, like if this is the type of examples that you know we're setting, not us per se, but I mean like you know, the generation before them, and there's not really much that they can look forward to, sadly but surely. Mm-hmm. Like, me growing up, I had, what, Ghostbusters? I had, um, uh, what is it, Ghost Rider? <laughs> <laughs> I had, um, what else? All those PBS specials that I could look forward to when I got home. You know what I'm saying? But it was cool to watch that. It was cool. You know, and everything was, like, enriching in a way. You go to school, you play your games, you actually do your homework and stuff. My little sister and brother come home, they're like, you know, I don't mind doing it hard. I try to make games and make it fun. No, they want to watch TV. Well, they want to watch. My kid. Oh, yeah. And they can't yeah. get a Nerf gun. It's called a Nerf gun. You don't get your work done. Nothing else. Nothing else. They actually modernize, you know, teen pregnancy. So anything, every time you turn on MTV, it's teen mom. Yeah, I hate that. It may as well. Making teens that get pregnant stars. It's okay. And and it's just again, it's they sensationalize it. It's nothing. They don't talk about them struggling that they can't go to college or can't find a job or barely go to school. I mean, they talk about it in a way. You know, they make. Really, we shouldn't be cool, cool. But that's the problem. But it's the, the problem is is allowed. You know, yeah. we have discussions about it. But uh, you know, it's like somebody said, it's it's money. It's about you know, it's about it's a billion dollar industry, and they're not gonna just mm-hmm. hand it over. Hand it over. It's not gonna happen. But I bet if enough people stop watching it, it'll mm-hmm. change. Because right. again, it's about money. If no one's watching, right. no one's sponsoring, it, no one's getting paid. Mm-hmm. But that's the thing. You know, it's it's not enough being done to curb what you know, mm-hmm. you know. The illicit things that are, you know, that the youth are being, you know, that that they're into, that you know, being subject. I have a very controversial topic I'm gonna bring up, and I'm gonna ask Sneak Mills not to shoot me. Um, I love that music, but I'm just saying. All right, this music do get you hyped up. It does. I'm like, oh my god, I'm like, oh, man, what's good? But like, you get you get different artists that. um a lot of you, they they appreciate their music, mm-hmm. and you know he's always bragging. He wasn't there in Strawberry Mansion when I was giving out book bags and sneakers for the basketball team. You're doing all those good things, but look what you're portraying. Like exactly, almost every track on your out on your mixtapes, like 
it's all about violence. Like, mm-hmm. and this is what sells. This is what yeah, it sells, and this is what they think is cool. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? So it's like a contradiction. You're you're giving back to the community, but you're also promoting the violence within it. Yeah. You know, my little brother knows probably like every lyric off of a Meek Mill album. I'm so serious. Like he loves Meek Mill. So I'm, a, just, I'm a, a Meek Mill fan. Mm-hmm. And- what? Yeah, yeah. Oh, <laughs> <you> <laughs> <get> <laughs> what I, I think about Meek Mill is, I don't think, you know, he, he's a good example of what you're saying, but we got to remember, he has handlers, he has people that are in record companies that are in, you know, around him are saying, this is what we need you to do, to sell your music. Now, how he feels personally about these things, I'm sure he, he doesn't, want to glorify all that stuff because he's, he, he obviously says in his interviews he come up out of that mm-hmm. to get away from that stuff but and still you he's know still rapping. yeah he's still rapping about it mm-hmm. but if, when he stops rapping about it is it's when people stop listening to him that's so not he, true Jay-Z stopped rapping about that stuff nowadays he no, 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 no see no. Jay-Z listen listen but Jay-Z continues to rap about that stuff Every lyric Jay Z has is about him used to be an hustler, or you know. He talks about money. the past. He talks about the come up, though. Also. It doesn't matter whether it's the past, the future, or present tense. The the fact that you're talking about it at all mm-hmm. brings light to that situation of oh, I could be a millionaire because I used to sell drugs. No, I think the message that, and this is what I get from it, because everybody gets a different perception from his music, I guess. Mm-hmm. His music from back then was more relevant to his lifestyle back then. You get what I'm saying? His music nowadays, he does reflect upon it, but he does say, go get a suit and get it tapered up. You get what I'm saying? He does like glorify the thing. The biggest gangsters in the world don't wear jeans. I agree with that. I Every gangster movie, the Godfather wore a suit and tie. Right. Actually, he's, he's just portraying a bigger gangster. Right. He's not. And he's still, his music is still, you know, it's still catered to, you know, the, he might have changed, he might not be talking about, you know, on the corner, you know, grabbing this and getting and this. And I'm going to shoot you and all right, that. Right. But he's still talking about what he's doing with a million dollars here in this car he's driving. They have right. no way to equate that. How are they going to get there? Right. How is a 15 year old going to get to a million dollars and having that? Benz, like the only thing they equating that with is guns and drugs. They're not. Right. It's nothing in the middle. So, so yeah, right. there's something missing there. And what would you suggest that these, you know, well, role models? Unfortunately, yeah, unfortunately, these are the role models that the youth are looking at. So, what's that missing equation? You have you have the meat mills of the world who come back to the community and give out the book bags and the and the sneakers. Who rob? But what type of platform are you setting for them? You know, to become a protege and mm-hmm. do it the right way. That's the thing. They're not role models. They're, They're not, not setting the platform. Yeah, yeah. So it has to be, job. and kind of like what Steve said a little earlier, it has to be, it has to be, other, it got to be someone else they can look up to. And it's sad that you got to search who can our kids look up. And there's nothing wrong because it's, inter- I think it has to be, for one, they have to understand entertainment. It's still, it's entertainment. You know, we, I mean, we, we lived it. I ain't got no million dollars. I ain't got no bands. I ain't got a car. But I was on the car. You know, I've you know, been in the federal prison. It's just, it's not all glorious. You know, it's it, it's a, it's the other side to that. And for the most part, 90% of them are seeing the other side. It's like a basketball player. One in like, I don't know the numbers. I don't, I'm just going to throw a generic. But it's like, None of them make it. It's only. <laughs> 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 
exactly. It's twenty. Only a couple. Right. It's exactly. Most of them. I could tell you. I could go down. I could tell you fifty drug dealers. I know about five of them. That's right now. That might even be a lot. Not even rich. Just a lot. I'm talking about bosses back in the day. It's just. It's not. It's not an accurate portrayal of what they could look forward to, mm-hmm. right? And they're not giving that. You know, it's good that Meek Mills is coming back and doing this. And he's an entertainment. He's doing what he has to do to make it. But that doesn't mean he's he's not a role model. And if we call him that, you know what I mean? Or we try to, okay, well, this is. It's, he's just not. Right. right. It's just that he's already looking up to the wrong people. I'm gonna yeah. get in the car. I'm gonna listen to it. But that don't mean my son, sixteen, should be listening to it. So, so wait, now now, we, now we're now bringing it all back around. It's a circle. It's a circle. You just said something. We don't let our children listen to it. There we go. But guess what? We got the, the moms and the dads out here who glorify that type of music. But I feel as though you can let your child listen to it at a certain point in their life. As long as you built that foundation to let them know, like, okay, this is what's being talked about. This is not what, you know, we do and so forth and so on. I grew up off of Michael Jackson. Whitney Houston, yes, and um, you know who else was out like in the nineties and stuff like that. That's that's what we grew up listening to. I'm going mm-hmm. with Kirk Franklin. Okay? Oh, well, that's <laughs> it. Y'all see down by the roadside, okay? Yeah. Down by the roadside. I do too. Music, army. I can't listen to none of that. It's hard enough, not even. I mean, I don't let my kids listen to rap. I listen to it, but I don't allow them to. But my son come home knowing all the songs. Mm-hmm. Yeah. They, they, they get in the school, and I don't even know. I don't got time for the whole song for you to even memorize it like that. And it's 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 hard. So and it, see, yeah, it, I it, think it that's the... It comes back around to the schools because they go to the library and they're on the computers all day. Yeah, so and that's the line. It's just the information age. They just get access. <laughs> it's just too easy to get hold of whatever they want at almost mm-hmm. any age. There's just no... Uh, there's no censorship it's, you can't but I think you made a good point by saying it has to it has to be places and it has to be people really giving them the right even though they're going to get the wrong information but they need it's to be able to distinguish exactly. what's the wrong information yeah it sounds good but mm-hmm. that ain't going to get you you know that ain't going to get you a house in a car right. honestly you know right. what I mean it has right. to be people really painting a stronger picture for them yeah <laughs> it's funny because they like you just said we just think about the money and they but what about credit? Yeah, you know, it's like you can have a lot of money, but that doesn't determine whether you could actually buy anything with it. They don't see the steps to get to the top. They just see the top. They say real millions of dollars. You don't want to see them with a lot of money. Have you guys ever heard of Episcopal Academy? I've never heard of them. Okay, Episcopal. Yeah, it's a it's a it's a big school right outside. I think it's in um what Bucks County or it's out near like Lower Marion actually. Um, there's a hefty tuition over like $10,000 a year, but it's so structured and having a conversation with some of those students like blew my mind. I was like, your IQ is probably, you know, better than mine and I got a master's <laughs> and, you know, cause they, they're just so articulate, you know what I'm saying? And those students, they've been going to those type of schools from the time they were younger up till, till now. And I, you know, they, their mindset, their development is so advanced. Right. It's so advanced. It's what they give them. And it just makes me mad when I go back home and I'm, t- I'm talking to Katie and Christopher and I'm like, why don't you get it? This is simple. Right. <laughs> this is simple. Right. You know, and of course, I'm at the table. I have five boys for everybody that does not know. I have five boys mm-hmm. and they and everything under the sun track. It's no time for TV. Oh, yeah. When it's available time, we reading the book. They and everything. Track, hockey, football, baseball. I does everything with my kids. And that's that's what you have to do. That's what it's about. When you let them loose, 
in the real world, at least they had that foundation. Mm -hmm. Because when they run into that seedy character, they know the difference. Yeah, you already I raised it. They already time. raised they No matter the age, they already get it. We always studying in the game because they want to watch TV. Like, oh, what's on TV? Mm-hmm. I don't even watch TV at all. Right. Mm-hmm. I don't watch TV at all. But they want to watch it. And no, why? We can read a book. Same yeah. information. <laughs> you know, well, you just perceive it a different way. Some moms, like, they don't care. Like, you care. Like, you have girls that's on Instagram. Street flexing, like selling their food stamps to get another bag. Like, <laughs> yeah. parents don't care anymore. Like, we mm-hmm. care. So, like, like, I'm in program mode at 3 30 when I pick them up at the bus stop every day. Right. My son had this picture, Dollar Boys. First of all, he was like, just the D and the B. You see, I didn't see that. Dollar Boys. What are you saying? This is here. I don't even play that with my kids. And they still, it's like, it's so much out there in the schools. It's just so hard to compete. Mm-hmm. You know, just being a single mom is so hard to compete with what's going out there. But they already know. Everybody knows. I don't even play that. Like, no, I go up to the school. Know. We in yeah. the bathroom. Pull your pants down. I'm scared of you. Child, and you know they're acting out, you need to teach them a lesson. What you gonna do? Exactly, that's the thing. I am a kid, okay. I'm saying what I heard and all that other stuff, but I am. No, I'm just saying they sit here and they talk about how they social workers and they need to report you and all that. Yeah, because kids say, I'm calling 911, huh? Call them, let them take you. You'll be right in the call center. Let them take you. I know a friend of ours, you know, he had a problem, he had a problem with his daughter, you know, she was doing whatever, you know, not acting right. He got her home one night and told fire to her. She got on the phone with a friend. The friend said, you know, call this place. They came to this house. He said, look, if I'm a razor, y'all going to take her. Mm-hmm. Told him what they, mm-hmm. she, he told him what she True. did and they left. Mm-hmm. And sometimes you, you got to go that. Yeah, you got to go that. You know, and like, like you said, if it was, if it was 10 or 20 of you or all of right. you, then we wouldn't be, it wouldn't be no need for the discussion. Right. But the problem is, it's missing. It's a gap. Right. So then what happens? I guess even though we were free, we were still slaves in the mind. Nothing. And on that note, first I want to ask that you guys give your information out. Um, anybody that might want to link up with you guys, work with you all, can you just give your contact information out? And also give the information again about the, um, the play and the venue and so forth. Okay, this is Steve Gardner. You can reach me on Facebook like anybody else. Um, I don't want to get my phone up, right? No, 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 no. <laughs> um, yeah. yeah, I do, but I don't... I don't I'm old. Like, I'm really, I'm not into that. It's like, like, um, you can reach me on Facebook or whatever. My profile is there, and uh, I think I'm kind of handsome, so you'll recognize me. Um, We got Child has lost the stage play March 23rd Two shows A 4 o'clock And a 7 o'clock show Tickets are on sale We're actually The tickets are $25 for adults And $15 for teens 
But if you have teams that are willing to come, who, who want to see the show, and they can't afford tickets or anything like that, please let us know. We're, we're, it's more important to us that they see the show than they pay for the show. Mm-hmm. And it's, it's really that simple. And um, you can reach me, I guess, on Facebook. <laughs> I do have Instagram. It's Childhood's Lost. It's me because. And can you just uh, spell that out for people? Oh man! See? No, no, just the last part. It's uh, childhood. Childhoods. Hood. With an S on it. Laws. Is me. I S M E. Yeah. Okay. All right. And also, see if you can go go. I need you. Um. I mean, the same as him. I mean, all the information is the same. Um. I don't have a Facebook, so <laughs> nothing on there. Um. That's it. Like I, all the information for childhood loss is, you know, all in the same site and the same Instagram. Um, my Facebook is not up, so. And y'all can also reach us in regards to anything in regards to the players. Just childhood loss overall because it's bigger than the play. It's a mission. We're just really trying to reach the youth on a different level. And oh, I'm sorry. Can we, um, you can find information about childhood loss on dwmedia.com LLC. All the information there. There's a link for the play. And you know, contact information. Look. My phone number and Cleese's phone number is on there, but I'm not giving it out. No, Valentine's Day. Oh, my God. 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 Oh, In the nightcap, they got a bed on the PJ. My thing got beef with your coochie. Got money still sneaking the movie. Love the adventure, and when you do me, I heard last man, soft ass friend like Macho Man. Little tight ass shirt on, let's just call him Nacho Man. I'm just saying. Man, a bitch can't stress me. I'm with Alicia Lauren and Destiny. Miami root Taka Banner. Heard they fuck my crew from Atlanta. Now I'm trying to hit it so part of my manners. I'm going with it so part in this pimpish. Can't learn nothing talking, bitch. Listen, me big red thing up in my bed frame. You look like you fit that description. Get a million GT and get missing. Push button start the key to ignition. Whole damn thing it cost me 240. Oh, I left a lot, I slapped it on 40s. Uh. 
And it don't really matter what you do Cause I don't know another chick like you From the front to the back to the side Ain't another nigga doing it like I do Smoked out, I'm toasted Fuck your bitch, you made to lose focus Off another dose of this dope dick Tell all your friends, girl, promote this It's games, the shop Need that one thing